Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we try to figure out what we think about Brexit. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. Oh, the delay. <laughs> the delay. We're on the internet. We're on different sides. I've heard about this new low latency thing. I'm meeting the guy that's involved in it next week and it does seem like maybe sometimes it would be nice if we had a bit less of a delay between saying things because we would sound more cleverer, wouldn't we? Um <laughs> Uh, did if I say my <laughs> We said our names. This week, in episode 194, we're going to talk about the uh, government's uh, benefits of Brexit um, dossier Document. report. Um, which PDF. kind of reads... <laughs> PDF, yeah. Government PDF. Um, um, my initial reaction is, I mean, is any of this even true? I'm not sure. Um, and the stuff that is true is probably is so it, there's a lot of lame stuff in there so um yeah we're just going to find out <laughs> we're i think find it's out i think it's it. right to be upfront about the fact that we're very skeptical that there are right. any benefits of brexit yeah well i so, am I, 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 i'd love it if there were don't get me wrong yeah. like if this thing was all you know if i was wrong about this the whole time and it was a great idea i mean the fact that Sharon's had to spend like £1,500 just to achieve the same status she had before and I'm going to have to get a passport for hundreds of pounds and months of admin doesn't seem like we've really cut any red tape with the EU. So, no, I mean, I did notice that they had a special queue for British people in Italy for some reason. <laughs> so for some reason, you <laughs> could go quicker. I don't know what that was about, but they were just like, oh, these idiots just... So that was one benefit. It doesn't really help if you're travelling with a European. So whatever. Like, we're going to have a look at this thing and just see what we think about it. So let's uh, play the titles and get started. How's oh the music stopped abruptly? I changed some settings. Um, how's it going, Ivanka? How's your week? I am making electricity on my roof. It's, it's <laughs> happened after a whole year of making of trying to make electricity on my roof. I'm finally making electricity on my roof. It's very very exciting. There That's I was, splendid. even to the last day, waiting for a letter to arrive first. <laughs> <laughs> but but what arrived before the letter was a phone call from somebody going, hello, uh, would you like to turn your solar panels on now, please? Um, I love the way Croatian customer service people, they just always phone up and they go, hello, can you do this thing for me now that I want you to do? <laughs> it's never any like, hello, are you busy? Can yeah. you talk? Do you have five minutes? No. This thing that is very important to me. Uh, but it, I mean, as it happened, I was very pleased to be turning on my solar panels and mm. he was lucky that he'd phoned me like minutes before my lunch break. So I was like ready to go. But anyway. Did you have to it. climb onto the roof to turn them on? Like, no, no, no. It's connected. The, there's the, there's, it has its own fuse box, little fuse right. box extension thing next to the fuse box. So you switch it on and then I have like a little Wi-Fi gadget. Well, you know, mm. Wi-Fi gadget. An internet connected device that yeah. then talks to my solar panels and talks to the internet and talks to the world and tells me how much electricity I'm producing. But it's one of those where you have to 
what do you call that? I don't even know what the technology is called. You know, like the WP, where you've got to pair your phone with the device mm-hmm. on that. Bluetooth. And then when they... No, 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 <laughs> not Bluetooth. That WPS, where you sort of WPS like open thing, the yeah, Wi-Fi. The two routers the... or whatever, yeah. I was trying yeah, to so before. they would have a nice little chat and then, uh, and then uh, it was all very slow to get going. It was just... Uh, I can give you blow by blow. I was so excited. <laughs> But it works, and that's the main thing. It works. That's the main thing. That is the main it? thing. It works, and and I've worked out that it almost certainly will make enough electricity for my needs, which was Excellent. beginning to worry me because it's been so long since I agreed the actual size of the power station, as it were. Mm. That I was like, oh my gosh, we've bought a second fridge since then. Uh, but yeah, we're okay. Uh, um, if there's anyone watching, am I in sync? Is my audio in sync? I'm a bit worried because I forgot to check it. Um, well, you look in sync to me. Okay, I just changed it, so I'm I watching just drastically out of sync. So we'll see. But I'm, um, I'm not watching on Twitch though. Oh uh, yeah, no. Well, um, how am I? Uh, my week. That's the next bit. Did you say that? I don't know. No. <laughs> How are you, Michael? <laughs> was, my week was, um, look, what am I going to tell you about this week? Um, we got an air fryer. It's good. What is an air fryer? It's, it's basically like a small oven that doesn't take ages <laughs> to preheat. And you can just right. make like roast potatoes and stuff in like 20 minutes. It's really good. Oh. Like get a bit of cauliflower, chop it up, chuck it in there spin it around you got like some delicious roasted vegetables without having to wait 15 minutes for the oven to heat up and heating this whole big oven up just because you want a little snack it just means now i can have like my dr- my dream snacks at a moment's notice like i've always I've been sort of fantasizing about having a chef that instead of going and getting some crisps i'll sort of the chef will bring me sort of like a little crispy bowl of freshly made potatoes that are still warm and I can do that now for myself. It's amazing. Wow. Um, Air fryer. Next level. The, it's not the most beautiful thing, and it. but we, we found a slot for it, and it's kind of, it's, it's loud-ish, but only a little bit louder than the microwave. And, um, yeah, mm. you just get some uh, some nice stuff. I've made um, potatoes, carrots, um, cauliflower. You can't put kale in it. That's still got to go in the big oven because it'll float up into the fan. It blows the hot air over the food. Hence, air it's got to be heavy, heavy food. It's got to be heavy because we were looking at the manual said don't put light foods in this, and we were like, what do you mean light foods? And it just meant (laughs) it's like if you cut the carrot too thin, does it suddenly become a light food? It starts floating up into the fan. I think that's when it's a problem. But yeah, it's it's a new uh, it's a new era of um, just being able to come home, make myself something delicious in you know 20 minutes and eat that instead of foraging for unhealthy stuff and we can use up the veggie box in and have more nice things i think it's also more energy efficient than you know just heating up the whole oven and all that kind of thing every time it's just like heats up quickly it's not a huge space you can put it in the dishwasher brilliant space so that's that's my news of the week well that's big news we bought not so long ago a prop a popcorn maker which also uses hot air but what it's meant for us is that the child can make, she can prepare a snack for all of us mm-hmm. totally independently without any inter- intervention from an adult, oh, that's good. Uh, which, you know, she loves. 
because she can go to because she offers popcorn would you like some popcorn does anybody want any popcorn but also it's a nice healthy snack that she can make herself so hmm. it's cool splendid there, you go. there we go snack update the storm let me with no small amount of theater bring up the benefits of that brexit report (laughs) there it is benefits of brexit we're looking at it um how the uk is taking advantage of leaving the eu let me just uh i'm just gonna hide that again and then just bring that back Michael's got a new gadget. <laughs> I've made a thing that like makes it look like I'm in a holographic environment. He looks like he's out of the future now. I, I, yeah, exactly. This is the advantage <laughs> of remote. Right, there's a forward by the Prime Minister. There's, they're just saying, they've said, taking back control, our money and levelling up, backing our businesses, support for people and families, protecting our environment, enhancing animal welfare standards, a global Britain the best regulated economy in the world, making the most of our regulatory freedoms, our principles for regulation, a sovereign approach. All the sort of Brexit nonsense language is in there, isn't it? Taking back control, page four. Have you got yeah, it up I'd as like, well? I've got, I've got a taking back control. Our achievements so far are taking back control. The public voted to take back control. This government has delivered it. Strong, strong opener. Leave control. that. Let's leave that in. Right. Uh, summary. <laughs> Can you imagine the co-edit on this? Our objective has been to restore the UK UK's status as a sovereign, independent country so that we can once again determine our own future. See... It's language like that that puts my back up. It's because it doesn't... What does it mean? Like, we were in... We were, we're in no more... I mean, I don't want this to be a squeaky voice episode, but, like, <laughs> we're in no more control. Like, I... It's just not... The thing is, it just doesn't seem true. And and so the first place... I looked back at the Twitter thread we, we saw, which was from... Um, oh, I've lost it... I need to click on it and bring it back Um, from um, uh, what? Who was it? Uh, Marina Perkis did a Twitter thread on it and and sort of I mean, like before we get into the stupid thing, like. Well, it's just um, like what? How do you even respond to this without? Are you just supposed to believe it? Well, yes. <laughs> I think you're supposed to believe it. I think it's a bit hard to read this uh, with a sort of open mind when uh, the language itself... Like, if you don't agree... I, I disagree what, with its premise at every in every paragraph. It's like, to best of returning democratic accountability to our own institutions... 
I mean, like, yeah. you have to believe that we didn't have democratic accountability in our institutions for that to even mean anything. Yeah. And um, it's just, it just doesn't mean anything. And I want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that any, I mean, if, if this is what you, might, maybe there's a different way of reading it on the subject of not making it into a squeaky mm. voice episode. Like... somebody decided that these were going to be the things that needed highlighting. Mm. So, you know, I'm still on the taking back control page, which is page eight. Mm. And it's like, uh, it was to restore the UK status, sovereign into blah, blah, blah. And then it says ended free movement and taking back control of our borders. So there are people out there that are worried that we were not in control of yeah. our borders, even though we were, um, and and even though we were, and that they um, and we've ended free movement, but we've also met, ended our own free movement. Yeah. Um, so it's not just uh, the, the 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 free movement of people who we 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 didn't want, but we've ended the free movement of ourselves. Yeah. So now my, you know, I you know I'm in this. I'm in, I'm in a privileged situation where I've got two passports. One mm. has free movement and the other doesn't. And I've just had to renew my British passport. So I'm going to get one of these fancy new blue ones that aren't not part of the EU or whatever it is that they're mm. promising. Um, restored democratic control over lawmaking. I um, was never under the impression that my vote for Caroline Lucas, for example, was a waste of time. I always mm. thought that I had democratic power over our lawmaking, and I think that is true, isn't it? That the, our parliament does decide our laws. Yeah, and and, um, and a lot so much and has is, done. Yeah, it's like predicated on the idea that EU won't let us have bendy bananas and all just the lies Boris has been spreading for decades, and it's like it was never true. So how can it but, now be? Like but if you take, to be true. You know, yeah, if okay. you take it up up a level as well, and you go right, okay, so uh, when we were a member of the European Parliament, when we had MEPs, I voted for my local part, but I also voted for this person to represent me at this EU hmm. Parliament that then yeah. debated thing. So my yeah. democratic voice had further reached further, yeah. than it does now. Because mm. now it's only restricted to what happens in the UK. Yeah. But before I could influence EU policy by voting mm. for my democratic representatives in the in the EU. Now I've just got to live with if the EU says you need a digital certificate to come here, then you've got I no, have no vote. You've not got no I've vote. Got no you've vote. got no person that can say. Do you know? It sort of it comes down to. I, I think like my problem is there's this there's this there's this sort of fundamental belief of all these people in this supremacy of that one particular border that goes around the island and then around Northern Ireland. Like this, for some reason, is the most important democratic boundary. And and the only reason, the only people that that is really true for, it, the, the only reason that is, it's like important to the egos of some of our MPs, what those borders are. But all the rest of us, like being able to vote some, like being able to vote someone in that who's uh, being able to have a democratic say in something that affects, you know, being able to get mobile phone data in Europe, um, is just is is important to us. But it's not that it, it it just 
bruises the ego of a few people in local power. But it's just, it's just because I've kind of believed this whole border thing is so made up and benefits no one right. except like a few, a handful of people that kind of whose ego relies on it. Like, but I mean, yeah, I think I think the border border thing is a really interesting broader. Talk. I listened to some debate once on some radio shows, but there was like there's people standing up for the idea of that we don't need borders at all anymore in the world. Borders yeah. are such an arbitrary kind of they're a very outdated concept as well because yeah. I think and so and I mean, but there are people who really care about borders. Um, they, they, so I think and the idea yeah. that you're in the same way, I think it, 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 it feeds to the, to your same sort of like what you're doing in my garden type part of your brain or what yeah. you're doing in my house. So it's like, you know, that, that sort of, I don't know, idea of self-preservation. So there are, there are people that care about it, but I'm not entirely sure this is the way to keep it safe anyway. I, I, you know, and it all comes... This thing is like a, a a letter to all the people that voted for Brexit. Yeah, it's not a letter to people who didn't vote. It's like if you <laughs> didn't if you didn't vote for Brexit, this is all so arbitrary and like based on false premise that you can't even read it without just going look what the, this. We had that already, and then you and then you're sort of trying to filter out the lies from the. You just that the, the, there's the, the there's the false premise of just that just the whole there's the, the belief system behind each of these statements runs so deep and counter to my understanding of the world um, that I, I, it's really hard to look at. So all you can really do is pick pick out things like reintroduced our iconic blue passports. And then check the fact check and go. Yeah, we there was nothing ever stopping us from having blue passports. So yeah, we yeah, we yeah. crossed that out. Like okay, that's a lie and stupid. Reviewing EU <laughs> ban on imperial markings and scales. Like now you can have a crown stamp symbol on pint glasses. It's like you could always have a crown stamp symbol on pint glasses. <laughs> like fact check that. It's like, but the fact that they're so desperate for something positive to say. That they're talking about pint glasses. Just, I mean, even that tells you something, doesn't it? Like, yeah, I mean, it, it's what they've chosen to, to highlight. It's, just, it's like we, there's this one has restored the UK Supreme Court as the final arbiter of the law that applies in the UK. Whatever. Then mm. the word UK judges sit. UK judges sitting in UK courts now determine the law of the land in the UK with. Judgments issued in English, not French, yes. and accessible to those who speak. Just racist. It's just like racist dog whistling throughout. It's really um, quite like it's just you know it's like it's it's very restored fair access to our welfare system. Yeah, I saw that. Because it's like preferential uh, treatment of EU migrants over not. So all they're re saying there is like now everyone is equally um, discriminated against if they're not from our country. <laughs> Yay! Fairly discriminated against. But now we can be unfairly discriminated against too in Europe. So like, you know, all that really, you know, it's not that the welfare system 
is poorly designed and implemented in a way that promotes poverty. And we read the EU poverty report, if you want to go back to a previous episode, that just really outlined how many ways that the system, our system is broken. Um, and, and people worried about their benefits the idea that it's the non the EU migrants that are responsible for that is so false, for want of a better word. Again, like just undermines that statement, doesn't it? Um, I think that there's. I mean, if you take it over to the business side as well, it's like um, Brexit is also about seizing new opportunities for our businesses so that they can innovate and access blah blah. I mean, the number of news stories we've seen of people who can no longer export or sell to EU customers. Yeah. Like, there's not one or two stories. It's not the exception. I mean, I, sitting now in the EU, having gifts posted to me, never mind a book in English or something. <laughs> my mum sent my daughter a secondhand dress that she bought on eBay for £5 and I had to pay £8 import tax on it. <laughs> it's like, a, uh, and it had the, this is a gift from granny box ticked. You know, it's like, it's, 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 it, never mind that sort of like how it is to order. Like I remember, you know, I like, there's a few things that I like ordering from, in, like, you know, I mm. like wool and the gang wool hard yeah. they've they've fixed a few things and they ref you know they've they've got themselves an eu um base of some descriptions a few brands have done that but that's not everyone can do that mm-hmm. uh, you know there's like so it's kind of a uh because it's like in the absence of rules and negotiations which were there via the eu yeah. even and the eu's negotiations with let's say canada and other markets yeah. when there are no rules all the duty defaults to the worst defaults. Mm. So suddenly, like ordering a little bit of technology from America is cheaper than me ordering something from England because it's that the import duties have not been properly arranged yet. Yeah, so it's really, that. you know, so maybe there have been, maybe there have been some benefits to a certain percentage of the British business market. But this doesn't express it as x number of our businesses don't rely on eu exports and therefore and this has mean x there's no numbers well we've got backing I, mean? up. I, I, I want to sort of skip through the money one and just um like that because because i want to look at that business page but well let's just have a look at the businesses one because like but the, the thing is i i wonder about this document is um it's it's an audience it's this sort of imagined fictional audience. Well, I don't know. It's a people that identify as this audience, I suppose, but that, like, I guess don't ever go to Europe or use anything that comes from Europe or benefit from any of that free movement and those deals and those trade, all that stuff that we have with Europe. I don't even know who those people, maybe, because, but is that just because we're so London centric and I guess Brighton, but like, is that just a like blinkered London centric view that like, I just can't imagine like this, this world where you think that, where you think of European citizens as others and all this European stuff as like that you're even, yeah, I, I just, I, I find it so hard to see it. Um, So, so the idea that, we can just ignore the sort of like the mirror, the other side of the the coin where like we've 
we've limited access, but now we've lost that access. Doesn't everyone go to, on holiday to like the Canary Islands? Don't 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 mm. all these people like? Is, are they literally only going to um, centre parks? Like I don't understand. Like have they never been to Europe and gone? Oh my god, it's costing me ten pounds, five pounds a day on data to look at my Instagram. Have they not? Are there really millions of people? And am I just so blinkered in my London like perspective that? Because I feel like British people like going on holiday in Europe. So. <laughs> And they like to be able to be expats and move to Spain. And like, that's not just like the, the upper class and it's like the middle classes. I thought that was like loads of people. So I guess I'm just uh, wrong uh, if this document is, is remotely persuasive, if they can just write the whole thing with a straight face. I, I you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I think, I think if putting aside the... Like if if you take out this whole like you and I at least mm. uh, in our little bubble, never mind if it's London or Brighton or the fact that actually yeah. you know your your partner's not is Italian yeah. and I'm half Croatian. Like, let's take out all of that yeah. bit of it, put that to one side, yeah. and just think about the way they've expressed some of these advantages to business. Um, so it's like uh, there's I don't know I'll just pick one. Mm. Um, Reforming the Solvency 2 rules to ensure the safety and soundness of insurers and to protect policyholders. Our new rules will be more flexible and will better calibrate risk margin and matching adjustment to suit the UK's insurance market and support insurance firms to provide long-term capital to support growth. How many? How much? When? By? To who? Like, so what? What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? It's like... It doesn't say we've increased, we've made your insurance policies 10% cheaper we do you know like there's, yes. there's no substance there's no like I can't measure this I can't I can't understand how big an advantage this is this could affect one company or yeah. it could affect a thousand companies I have no clue of the scale that the of the impact of it do you know it hasn't got any of these like you know these kind of businessy words we're all required to use like you know targets need to be time-based and measurable and all of that business there's none of that it's like by when will they be doing that and how much will they achieve when they have done it um uh, it's sort of missing like, that to whom who is this an advantage to to whom, yeah who does this benefit and a lot yeah. of these sort of like yeah like sort of vague jargony benefits I, I i'm sort of picturing you know the some tory's got a friend who cares about who's in the insurance game and and he's managed to get some sort of break th through being able to sort of like go against what the, uh, what i generally generally assume eu regulation is protective because it's yeah. arrived at by consensus by multiple companies countries and so like it's a different kind of pot it's not like that political one-upmanship in the same way it's like it's it generally seems to me what the eu have, have brought in is stuff that protects people better so yeah. when i see like reforming this rev regulation reforming this solvency thing reforming our wholesale capital markets it's like yeah i, I just assume that that's in a way that the eu was trying to not let them do because it, it's yeah. bad for us it's 
Yeah, it right. feels like it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like reviewing our product safety regime. We will consult this year on changes to the EU-derived, spit, spit in the corner, say that, yeah, derived framework for product safety, ensuring the UK approach to product regulation is proportionate, innovative and forward-looking. It will be controlled by UK lawmakers and protect consumers from unsafe goods. Really, you know, it's that, that that's just... It's not, te I don't see that this is a, it's not expressed in a way that helps me understand how big this benefit is to yeah. me. Yeah, and there's no obvious measure, measurement no. of it, is there? There's, there's like, so uh, you just, you sort of picture, okay, we, we've changed, we're going to allow chlorinated chicken is one way that they, one thing they're talking <laughs> about. Oh, we've taken a measured and sovereign, we've had a think about yeah. it from a sovereign and taking back control where we've decided that people should be allowed to choose chlorinated chicken. And, um, yeah, yeah. but the other side is, oh, we've, we, but what they'll promote is, oh, we have uh, got this level of say the safety uh, standards are actually higher for metal straws than they are in the eu so we're actually doing better than europe and you you sort of go yeah, yeah it's only because well, you don't care about that <laughs> like, that's it's not gonna the, it's cost the word yeah 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 it's the word proportionate here that mm. allows in a whole range of evil <laughs> because it's implying that you know chlorinated not allowing chlorinated chicken is dis is a disproportionate response to the chlorinating of chickens and actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean like, do you see what i mean it's like oh, well, yeah. people let them eat chlorinated chicken yeah, be um, fine. we won't they can so, they voted for this uh, so, yeah. and, I, and i think it, it you know for me the sad thing about all of this is to me is that if our policies were so um you know, if, if our news, our safety product safety regime ideas were so brilliant, why aren't we gifting them and working with the whole of Europe? So 500 million people have these wonderful safety regimes and not just us. You yeah, know, why indeed? The other, I think, the element let me, of it. Let me, just a bit yeah. like, let me stick a break in because I, I want to take yeah, another line on Yeah, the thing about this document, the thing about the thing about this document, the thing about this document is like, why have we? Why do we need a? There's not a. It's shouldn't it be like a review of Brexit document? Does is it even a document without all the costs of Brexit next to the benefits of Brexit? Does it? Is it even a valid? Is it anything but propaganda without that other side of it? Like, if we're not comparing what we've lost to what we've gained, because you can say, like, um, you know, um, 57 billion more for the NHS. OK. And then I saw on Twitter, she'd said, why, why are we saying, isn't it suspicious that we're talking about something in three, four years time that is 57 billion higher in cash terms? Like we've chosen cash terms. So what we, we want to sort of take inflation out and all of the, you know, the rampant inflation yeah. out of that equation just so it looks like more money, clearly. Like, so I guess in real terms, it's actually half Not quarter. Money, no. Who knows? Like, who knows what it actually is? You've, you've, that, that, that was one of the sort of fact check little things that I saw. Um, the, 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 not, not to mention all the things that, we, 
so there's so there's all these things that aren't a real benefit that have been fact checked that you could do already blue passports free ports blah 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 but then there's just the whole very nature of the document being a desperate piece of propaganda a desperate one-sided piece of propaganda that does nothing to even acknowledge the cost of brexit no and i i think the tone of it is a bit a little bit offensive in to me who is who who didn't vote it's it's not presuming you know it's doing nothing to help mend the bridges of the divided nation or anything like that because it's kind of set out continuing to assume that the things that those kind of dog whistly things and the red bus and all of that are the things that really matter to me and uh, you know that and that that's what I think is a bit and it's a bit it's it's just it's a bit daily mail it's it's super daily mail it's and the thing is like I would love like it's telling that it's not even attempting to appeal to us to non-brexit voters as an audience yeah. it's telling that like i would love to see a persuasive list i think it would be a very short list and then you would have to put all the costs and then you would say eh, okay but if they actually in good faith were trying to actually express the real benefits of brexit to people that were on the skeptical side of the, the of the of the aisle um, I would be a lot happier, but just it launches so directly into the same old yeah dog whistling and and just lies and like false premises that it just it's just kind of a middle finger to people that didn't vote for it that are angry it's, it's about a bit it that are sad. upset and that, are in, that are just like I guess in, it's sad and I mean yeah it's yeah. in look, there is cost the people who it's cost large amounts of money large amounts of business um safety security all of those people you know affected by like racist violence all of those people that have been affected negatively by brexit in a clearly are directly proved demonstrable i hate the word demonstrable because it's just a way of saying my opinion is a fact but demonstrably true um (laughs) but measurably you can measure how many businesses can't export you yeah. can measure how many there's no measures in this there's no yeah. numbers are there, are it's there any all, numbers uh, no apart from the 57 billion for the yeah in NHS, cash terms it's like then, um the very few numbers it doesn't tell you what percentage of british business is positively affected by these benefits it doesn't tell you how many jobs that translates into it doesn't mm. tell you how much money it means do you know what I mean? you know it's that's what's missing great great if these new safety standards are brilliant and they're going to mean that we're going to make more employ more people sell more things brilliant tell me yeah well you know the, the only number that i've got in here there was like something around covid uh that it said oh, the um so they're doing sorry i've just seen a number <laughs> yeah, yeah, i'm looking for numbers launched the trade deal with it so they're, they're trying to make the mark so they've got agreed trade deals with 70 countries this includes 
landmark deals with close partners, including Australia and Japan. They're very small markets, so they don't put a number on those markets. Mm. And then they say, we've also launched negotiations on a trade deal with India, a market of 1.4 billion people. It's like, but you've launched it. You haven't landed it. It's not done yet. And... So this 1.4 billion, you know, better the the 500 million in your hand than the 1.4 billion in a bush, birds. Some of the numbers, the numbers they are putting aren't even like real numbers. They're just guesses that, you know, they can just say anything really. I found a government target to cut 1 billion of businesses costs from retained EU. So there's a, it's a target. So whatever. Like you can set a target. Anyone could set. I've got a target of raising a million pounds by next. Well, they haven't said when. (laughs) By so like even even like automatically, I say I've got a target of raising a million pounds by next. I want to. It doesn't make sense unless I even say when I have to do it by. Like my brain doesn't even let me go. I've got a target of a million, and then stop talking. (laughs) It's it's stupid. Um, Should we just like skim through a few? Because we're already at 35 minutes. Yeah, I don't know how I useful think, think, this episode is. Should we skim through a few I'm titles, happy, I'm, I'm, cry about I, them, I'd, and then end? <laughs> I'd say that I'm very, um, you know, if if uh, our friends who do listen um, have not taken the time to have a look at this, I, I, I hope we're not uh, letting our biases be too strong. But really, um, I'm glad to have taken the time to have a look at it so that if somebody does try and defend it to me, I feel better placed to go. Mm. No, I did actually have a look. No, I didn't read every word, but I gave it a good skim. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I think that we're not really missing anything. It is really expressed like a marketing brochure, like mm. a vacuous old school marketing brochure that finds the good numbers talks about the good numbers uses and so if you skim it if you don't read it properly you might be able to find there was something superficially looks like a official report but it's very repetitive as far as i can tell as well um can we just can we um i i i want to play a little game which is we scroll through we find a title and then we find the word that negates that claim, that lets them just get away with that claim. Okay, a science, right, wait. That even I think the fact, let, actually the first thing I wanna do, let's come back to contents. Um, a world of future opportunities. Brexit has given the UK a world of future, Brexit has given the UK a world of future opportunities. Okay, so. Brexit hasn't given the world, the UK, anything it didn't have before. Data access. I, I, uh, I can't. Yeah, I like think they, they've I, just yeah. made it so long and so annoying that how are we supposed to even look at it? Anyway, I think uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to. I was, I read something about digital technology, and it says we will strive to make sure that we get, you know, digital exports of over the 207 million billion they were in 2019. It's like, strive. okay, great. You keep striving. That's going to be harder uh, now though, isn't it? So you're going to have you to know, strive like, more. You're going to have to strive harder and you're going to have to make sure that we, yeah. It's just, I, I think it's a bit, uh, yeah. In con- My conclusion of this mm. is that it's a little bit sad. <laughs> I'm going to uh, make it disappear from in front of my face. With a look of yeah, I don't think we need to look at it anymore. I think we've done the 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 grand podcast superficial due diligence job on the Brexit report is that yeah no 
There, there are no clear benefits to Brexit because if there were, that's what they would lead with. Exactly. They, would, they wouldn't have to lean so heavily on the propaganda that got us into this mess and they could actually tell us yeah. some real stuff that would be persuasive to someone that didn't buy into that the lies that they'd said in the first place and would actually be real and they hadn't done that so they can go and so, suck it can't yeah. they it's just i <laughs> i really i don't know like that you know we've done a couple of these like looking through some document on podcast before and never like dominic cummings blog we looked at we looked at the eu thing like never before have i just i'm really taken aback with how much i bounce off this aggressively as I try and look at it it's just such a bad sign it's like yeah. a document should because that's how a document works it's like you've got your table of contents you go oh that's interesting I'd like to know more about that but in this you go that's yeah. kind of on a false predicate and all of the rest of it is so vague technology is going to change fishing is something uh, they've just written some headlines of areas and then they put some like vague stuff about there's nothing to, and they've made 105 pages long when it's there are not you know it's all I think if someone wants to go through it maybe I should like be a good citizen and go through it with a fine tooth comb and actually like put red marks through every single thing but I, you know I've got other stuff I'm trying to do that's going to make yeah. me you know so I think there's more positive ways to spend your time yeah that's what and, I think and you also it's it's I guess it, it's not for me, is it? It's for people that voted it and are now like wondering and they just want to be sort of reassured. Everything's OK. So it's basically, what's the word we want? There was a film in 1944 called Gaslight, where <laughs> husband convinced his wife that she was the crazy one and made her stop believing in the evidence of her senses. And I think in a way that applies to what's being done here. And, uh, maybe we could call it gaslighting, you know, based on that film. Um, and that's what we'll call it. Whatever. I'm going to press okay. the button. I'm going to press the button. Press. thanks for listening if you like the podcast go to grandpodcast.com but people can find Ivanka on the internet but how they can find me at Ivanka on Twitter I asked it wrong um, <laughs> the, uh, the Pavlovian I ruined the Pavlovian reaction uh, you can find me at Michael Forrest on Twitter and I run squares.tv where you can join new podcast is so close so close now so close. I've been working hard uh, we've both been working hard and we're, we've got to record that now after this. <laughs> so let's go. So let's go. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 So do we stay here and you move it or do I go away and come back again? What's the deal?